you know, a lot of you have too much going on. You're stressed out with all this technology. All these voices are going back and forth. There's too much information and you just can't handle it. Well, I'm here to show you a little tool called job booking. It's kind of what I've been talking about for a little while now, but it's just coming together. So you're going to be seeing a lot more of this later. The thing is, every time you have a little thought, every time you have a little piece of information you have to deal with, every time you've got all these ideas coming forth, you got to do something with them. And our brains aren't ready to handle it. So I got a little tool here called job booking that I'm going to explain to you in the next coming weeks, the next coming months in the future. And we're going to be getting into it a little bit today with 15 ways that job booking can improve your life. Yes, you, because even though it's just a little paper tablet, the way you use it, it's kind of what you need. Too much digital going on. A little bit of analog can help you alleviate a lot of your problems. And I've got 15 of these to go through, so I don't want to spend too much time talking, but I want to thank everybody for coming through. I want to thank everybody for following along in this journey, checking me out on Instagram, checking me out on YouTube, and especially for those of you checking me out on the podcast streams where you can get me on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, whatever you're using for your podcast streams. Thank you for jumping in. Thank you for doing your thing. I appreciate it. And if you have any comments, questions, I really want to hear from you. So be sure that you're responding to those emails. You're jumping in the comments saying something and you're just sending me a little message here and there. I'll try to make shorter posts and make some, what do you call them? Make reels, make little image carousels, just so you can get in there and comment more and be a little more interactive because I know it's a slog sometimes to listen to this whole thing and then come back and comment. I get it. So this is the first way it's going out, but I'm going to start having these other avenues. And I want you to pay along, pay attention and follow along as we're going, because there's a lot to cover. And let's just get into it. First, 15 ways job books can improve your life. First of all, let me drop a little information on what a job book is. If you haven't been around, I keep these little little pads. It's about This one's about three by five inches, about the size of an index card. And I keep them around to put down little bits of information. It started out as just to like make, make a task list or to-do list or opportunity list, whatever you like to call them. But it expanded on that. It became a little bit of a sketchbook where I'd start sketching little ideas. It became a, a way to flesh out these critical ideas that I was thinking. It became a way to start expressing thoughts about movies or stories, games or whatever, and just put them down really quickly. Carmen Brooms, good to see you. Also good to see you too, Omar. Thanks for coming through. But yeah, it was a little bit of a, a way to start clearing out some of my thoughts, clearing out some of the information that was going through my head. So I'm just going to drop these 15 little ways right quick and we'll get on with that. And as always, if you have any questions, anything like that, just go ahead and jump them in. We'll get to them. Number one, staying connected to the moment. I know this may sound crazy, but this little little pad of paper can keep you connected to the moment. Everyone's always talking about, you know, being there, being present, being clear, being focused. Well, you can't do any of that if you're always jumping on, if you're jumping on your phone, you're jumping on your your device. So hold on a second. Let me, let me check something out. All right. Some, something was going bad with my connection there for a second. I don't know what that is. It's been smooth for a while, then all of a sudden it started going bad. So we'll have to check into that. But as I was saying, 
if you're jumping on your phone, you're jumping on your computer, you're jumping on any of these devices, you're opening yourselves up to the outside world and all this other information. And you want to stay connected to the moment. A good way to do that is to just whip out a job book, write down whatever thought you're having, whatever idea, whatever you need to, and then get back along with your business. You'd be amazed how much picking up your phone opens you to distractions. There's the notifications. There's the, oh, I have to get this done. There's the checking your social media, all of that. There's so many different ways you can get distracted that, you know what, staying connected to the moment is definitely going to be something you're going to want to use the dot book for. Number two, maintaining flexibility in your apps. So you've got all these apps, right? And they're for very specific purposes. Now, when you try to, like you have your notes app, you have your reminders app, you have your, what's another productivity one? Um, the don't break the chain app. If you have any of these apps and you're trying to keep your focus, what you don't want is something that takes your time, takes your energy, and you have to do it a very specific way and you're not very flexible anymore. If you're just taking notes, like a long series of text or whatever, yeah, sure, fine, use the notes app. But if you're actually looking to do something a little different, like I want to draw a diagram of like telling somebody how to get somewhere, draw a little diagram, you know, pictures of some streets and put names on them and put arrows and stuff. They probably have GPS, sure. But if you don't want to give somebody your phone or they don't have the address exactly, you just need to tell them how to get there, that may be a good way to go. So you can maintain flexibility with these things by just doing whatever the hell you want with them. There's a lot of different ways, and I go over it more in the book, but, you know, writing down little notes to give people, putting reminders in there, all types of different ways. But these are more of the benefits, so I'm not going to go into the exact ways you use it, all this one, but in this one, I'm just going to go over a little bit of how you actually benefit. Uh, number three, staying off your device. Kind of mentioned this before, mentioned this the other day as well. If you want to stay off your device, you can find a job book to do that with. This basically allows you to interact with your mind and your thoughts without interacting with the entire world and everything else that's going on. Number four, use fewer apps. So we have a lot of apps for a lot of different reasons, and you don't need them all. A lot of them for task, task notes, productivity. I, I have Evernote tried that. I use Simple Mind to keep track of things. That's, a lot of these little programs for productivity, keeping your mind focused, and all these other things can be really gotten rid of, and that re reduces your need to get on the app again in the first place. Start using a job book. You know, I didn't... I actually thought of another one, thought of another idea. So I'll just scratch off one of the other ones and slide this new new idea ahead. See, I just had a new idea. You know what I'm going to do with that? Right now, in real time, I had an idea and I'm using my phone. So I'm going to jot down this idea right now in my pad. Let's see. Uh, use JotPad to, there we go. Boom. All right, I'll throw that one in later. All right, and number five, being versatile. So if you're trying to, as I said, with like the notes apps earlier and the Simple Mind and all these things, they're very specific. Actually, you know what? Being versatile, that's kind of the same thing as maintaining flexibility with your apps. 
But I was talking about a different type of versatility here. But being versatile, it just meant that you're going throughout your day and somebody always has something to do with information, whether you should write it down, whether you should tell them, whether you should remember it, whether you should, hey, you need to figure this out later. You've got a thought that's not fully congealed. You need to sketch it out or something like that. You just maintain a little bit more flexibility in your life when you can do one thing that these pen and paper tools do, which is extend your brain and extend your senses, your hand, your, your thoughts, your words. This is an evolutionary extension. That's one way you can think about it. You know, you use a, use a hammer to extend the use of your hand and your fist. You use shoes to extend the, the strength of your, your feet and help you to walk further. This is an extension of your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, etc. So you want to stay versatile in just the way you live. This is a very simple way to do it. And once you get in the habit of it, it'll change your life. All right. Number six, have a tangible account of completion. Most people use these things for a task list or a to-do list or an opportunity list, however you want to call it. Whatever type of list you're making, shopping list, doesn't matter. As you write things down, like, you know, for a given day, I have a bunch of things written down. And I'll say, these are things that I want to get done or that would be beneficial to me if I got done. So I just list them out in the morning. I don't have to get to them all. This is the way I do task lists. And by the way, you don't have to do them all, but you list them all out. So you're never wondering what you should be doing. You can always kind of look at this and say, you know what? I'm going to jump over and do this thing. Oh, I'm not going to be able to leave the house for another hour. I have to wait on somebody to get here. You know what? I have another thing on the list I can do instead. It just keeps you on your toes. So you can, um, as you're going through the day, you just quickly write off things and it's a tangible way of showing that you've actually gotten something done. It's really helpful. That's why video games use it. That's why websites use it. That's why it's a core tenet of human computer interaction and user interface design. Number seven, easily access and use information. So if you're going throughout your day and you have certain things that you need to remember, like someone's name, date, and address, the phone numbers, email addresses or whatever, little things that you need to keep track of. I know a lot of you are used to opening up notes, taking pictures, and doing things with your phone. But if we're trying to be very quick in the moment and on purpose and intentional, then a job book is a very good way to use this. The job book is a very good way to actually stay in the moment, keep what you're doing, stay focused, stay fast, and just put things down and keep going about your business. It really is that easy to say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to write down this information, these websites, and I'll get back to it later. You can create a whole new sheet and say, this is information about some story that I'm going to write later in the day. Here are the steps I'm going to take. Here's my little plan to get that started later on in the day. So now you have this information there and you don't need to open up another app to do it. You don't need to get on your computer and download the file or open up the, you know, the cloud document to get all this information out. You just can go straight to it. Why? A lot of reasons why you would do this over digital. I don't knock digital at all. I use digital tools all the time, but this is not a digital tool for the reasons I've explained before and we'll get to next. And aside from being easily accessible, having easily accessible information, 
can also figure out abstract concepts. That's number eight, figuring out abstract concepts. One of the interesting things about thoughts that we have that go through our minds, we're, we're living our days, we're going about our business, thought comes in our mind, and we're not sure what it is exactly. It could be like a dream. It could be like a thought. It might be a, an interesting thing we noticed about something on the ground, the dirt, the, the patterns in the ceiling. It may be something that's not quite concrete in our heads. It's an abstract thought. If you start writing down information about that, a sketch, an idea, or just where you were, that's even a good one. If you're, if you're out and about and something happens, if you write it down right in that moment, what your brain and body are doing is having, going through the act of transcribing a feeling in a moment, and you will remember it better when you come back to that moment. You can, you can augment that by taking a picture and then writing down notes about it. You can augment that by describing your area, how you were feeling, what you were thinking, what you were doing, all of this. But the actual act of writing is something that causes you to remember things a lot more clearly than if you were to just say it into a phone or take a picture of it. You have an actual act of translating what you're doing, what you're experiencing, what you're feeling and what you're thinking, translating that into thought and then into words. So you would have had to imagine it properly and put it on paper. So it, over time, you start writing down more of these abstract concepts. Maybe you've got an idea for a large scale company or a, a video game or a painting or a way to rewire the Internet, you know, the Ethernet in your house or whatever. Writing it down as an abstract concept will help it start to come forward and congeal and, and make itself into something over time. Another one is number nine, being more clear and present. So job booking is a, is a twofold kind of thing when it comes to keep your mind clear and focused. One, it keeps you from picking up your phone in accessing information and getting dragged into the whirlwind of things that are going on in the world or outside of you. And two, because you're stopping, as I said before, because you're stopping and actually putting something down, what you're doing is taking it out of your head, metaphorically, taking it out of your head, putting it on paper. Now that you know that it's here, you can kind of stop thinking about it. Like if you walk by and see something that kind of disturbs you a little bit, like, hey, I wonder what that guy in the pink hoodie was doing in the alley. Maybe I should call somebody or, you know, if you're if you don't have time to actually deal with it and you have this thought in your head, it is much better to stop, write it down, and then it'll be out of your head and into the paper, into the job book. And amazingly, you can go about your business and recall it later. Doing that to keep your mind clear between those two things getting things out of your head and keeping things from coming in your head by not opening up your phone. It's a two pronged thing and it will keep you much more clear. And by being clear, you'll be in the moment and much more able to deal with your surroundings and your thoughts as they are. Number nine. Uh, no, I was already on number nine. Number 10, staying focused. I was going to do something else for that one. So I think staying focused can be boiled into one of the other ones. So instead of number 10, staying focused, I want to make this number 10 to figure out things. Yeah. So if you've got a puzzle or someone needs to, un 
I don't know if you've ever done the jumble in the newspaper. They have these jumble puzzles where it's like unscramble this. It's much easier to do if you start writing it down on paper, right? Or what if someone starts talking and they're throwing out numbers? It's much easier to figure it out if you write it on paper. Now, of course, you could obviously open up a calculator or open up your phone and start trying to type, but that gets us into the other problem. And once again, it's not always the best solution. If you say, hey, there was a guy with, have you ever seen a logo that looks like, like this? and you start moving your hands around the sky, people aren't going to know what you're talking about. You can help yourself figure it out by actually drawing it, writing it down, figuring things out on paper. So when you hear designers and inventors talking about working something out on paper, you can do that very quickly in a jot book. It's much more, much more easy, at least to me, than to take out a flow charting app or something I'm trying to draw on a tablet with. Tablets are one thing, but then, especially if you only got your phone on, in hand, it's like, I can't draw on this. I can't really get my ideas expressed properly. So writing things down and figuring out puzzles, that's the way to go. Then number 11, it removes the need to get things right. A lot of times when we're typing through stuff or we're trying to do something in our head, we're always trying to get it right. And we spend a lot of energy trying to just make it happen. If someone says, hey, be sure that, you know, Margaret gets the message that I need to talk to her about the can of oatmeal that she left outside. And you're like, okay, Margaret, can of oatmeal, leaving it outside. I need to listen. You're going to spend a lot of energy trying to get that record right. If you have it, boom, just write it down. Or on the other hand, if it's not about trying to remember something, if you're just going through your ideas and you're just talking to yourself, you're not so concerned about getting it right if you're throwing it in a book that you can just kind of, you know, rip out the pages and go about your business. So you're not worried so much about getting it right. You're worried about getting it down out of your head and into a tangible place where it can be worked on further. Once you get in the habit of tearing out pages, scribbling through stuff, you'll see how much iteration and correction and editing is involved in the creative process. It really helps you out and your mind is not thinking about getting it right. Your mind is thinking about getting it down. And also in the digital sense, if you're writing down notes with your, with your notes app or your thumbs, just typing stuff out, you'll notice that you can type. And then if you think you need to change something, you start backspacing and you say, well, it's not, eh, it's never quite correct. That's because you have the option of backspacing. You have the option of cutting and copying and pasting, moving stuff around. If you just throw it down on a piece of paper and it's stuck there, it's like, all right, done. Got to deal with it. I'll improve it next time around. And you're going about your business. So it, it allows you to just let things go a little bit. And besides, it's fun to write a whole bunch of stuff and see this pile of little papers building up because of all the iterations you've gone through. I next want to hear somebody explain that in a, in a different way, because I know people have this concept, but they use it in different ways. Number 12, making learning easier. Anytime you're trying to take notes, anytime you're trying to learn something, it's far better to actually go through the act of transcribing with your hand those ideas. You take those ideas, write them out by hand, and learning becomes easier suddenly. It's like taking notes about life. You take notes about what people are saying, what they're doing, what's happening. And you just jot down these little notes. We're not talking like a full on notebook here. That's another, that's a whole nother topic. 
but just jotting down little ideas and notes as you're learning something. Let's say you're taken out and someone's trying to tell you about the finer points of basketball. Like, yeah, you know, if you're playing basketball and the guy's coming at your strong side and you've got the ball on your in your left hand and your weak side, what you need to do is, and they start explaining the basketball, you may just write down a little, okay, left hand, weak side, don't do that. Once again, that reinforces your learning. It's a whole field of study on note-taking and being in the moment when you're doing it, and it actually helps you out. It improves your life, it improves your speed, and it improves what you're trying to do, which is learn. Hopefully, hopefully you're trying to learn. Number 13, naturally reminding you of things. So if you don't want notifications, you know, you don't, you don't want to jump on your phone and start making all these reminders for yourself that are going to keep blasting at you. There used to be a thing about tying strings to your finger or tying or putting a button on and it was supposed to be a reminder. So let's say you put a you put a little pin in your shirt or something around your finger and there's something you're supposed to remember. The idea, and they don't do this anymore, the idea was that, you know, it's a reminder to do something. So as you're going throughout your day, you're like, hey, what's that on your finger? Oh, that's to remind me to do whatever. And you won't forget. If you didn't have that, you'd walk around and you'd never have to take it off your finger or never notice it was on your finger. And you would have to think, oh my gosh, wait, wasn't I supposed to do something? Wasn't, I? oh man, I, I think I was supposed to do something, something I wasn't supposed to forget. Too bad, you forgot. So if you're trying to make natural reminders without putting a string around your finger, you can just remind yourself in a job book, take a, take a page and say, call Auntie Lois, call cousin Bob, tell, tell Sam she's got issues, you know, whatever you're, you're writing down. And then you go about your business from there. And it's a natural reminder. So as you're going through your job book again, you'll say, oh yeah, this is something interesting. I don't have to do it now. I can deal with it, address it later. I can do whatever I want. But it's a very natural way of reminding you of things. Number 14, it improves your memory. This is a lot. This is an interesting one because you think that by offloading things onto a sheet of paper, you would lessen your memory. But actually, as we said with the transcribing thing, the pencils and paper, you will actually remember things more when you take them down through a mechanism like writing them down through job booking by putting it on paper. You actually remember things better and you will get in the habit of thinking about something translating it in your mind to a small series of words and putting it down that will actually help you improve your memory you get to, you start understanding on a more subconscious level where your actual memory how your memory is structuring things how things are structured in a good way to remember them it's really weird i don't have all the science on it like you know handy but it's legit so you can actually improve your memory just by writing things down. And it, it's a, a little bit of that is, is muscle memory as well. You know, you start getting in the habit of writing certain symbols and putting things in a certain order. You've got multiple systems backing up your memory at this point, as opposed to just trying to memorize things or using mnemonics or whatever memory techniques you've got. It's a little bit of an exercise. That's what I'm saying for your memory. And last but not least, oh, and aside from memory, 
also it, it improves your recall. So if you're trying to recall things and you've written it down or you can easily flip through your job book and see it later, then you've got a very natural and simple way of remembering things and recalling them even easier. And I'll get on to number 15, improving your mental health. So of all the things I've said, I think a lot of them have really dealt with the, the fact that we're we've gotten too much going on in our heads. We've got too many things happening in our minds, too many thoughts jumping around and causing us consternation. Just having all these thoughts, all these ideas, all these memories, all these different things pulling at our attention. Going away from that, pulling back from that, getting into our own, focusing, leaving things alone, being clear and present, all that stuff I mentioned before is a way to improve your mental health. I'm not saying anything like from a doctor's point of view, but as I said, this is a tool. This is a way to offload this little piece of paper, this little pad of paper is a way to offload a lot of the strain that's in our heads and put it out in the, in the real world and put it out on paper. So if you didn't catch all the benefits, maybe you can go back, listen to it again. I should probably readjust these a little bit. This isn't the final version that's going to go in the book, but it's definitely a lot to say about improving your mind state. And if you haven't realized in a lot of these talks that I've been doing, I've been really big on creators creating a better mind space for themselves. So that's my 15 reasons job, job booking is good for you and why it can improve your life. I hope you enjoyed this. If you didn't, give me some feedback. Let me know something I might have missed, something I might need to clarify a little more or something that seems redundant. What the hell ever. Let me know. Talk to me. Love you all. Thanks for coming through. And I definitely want to shout out to... I don't want to shout anybody else out right now. I'll do it later. Uh, thanks again for stopping by. Peace. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. You all make everything I do possible, and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit MrBinja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.